VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sports Grid Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Davis Maddock. I am joined by Rich Rebar here on a Friday morning. We pick our five favorite games against the spread. Reeves and I's co-managed FFPC main event team faced DJ Moore, Justin Fields, and Cole Komet. So we are 102 points in the hole this morning, man. Uh, gotta say, doesn't doesn't feel great, but other than that, how you doing, man? Yeah, it's it's nice to just be down a hundred. You know, it's nice, you know, when you see the 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 fields DJ Moore stack, you're like, oh, and then they just sprinkled in Cole Komet uh the yeah. tight end premium on top of it. So pretty strong. We're just gonna try to score as many points as we can, give up the loss, and and hopefully, you know, what what can you do, man? You yeah, I mean nothing <laughs> nothing you can do. Um, it's a, I don't know. It's a fairly interesting week in terms of like you, you would assume with the bye weeks, there'd be a lot of shitty games, but we have Kansas city, Minnesota, we've got uh, Cooper cup and Jonathan Taylor, maybe returning like a, a pretty interesting week of football. Not, we are not in the full doldrums yet. I mean, I don't know the schedule, like the back of my hand, but I'm, I'm pretty right. sure coming up, we're going to have like, there will be a week with a combination of like the chiefs being on by and some other teams banged up. I mean, there's going to be a week coming where 47 and a half is our highest team total, you know, like that, that's definitely coming, but we're not there yet. Thank God. No, no, thank goodness. But no, there are some fun games. I mean, I like, yeah, Eagles Rams game could be pretty fun. I'm actually going to have it on one of my games, but uh, there's a, there's a lot of fun games I think this weekend. And and it's like the first DFS slate where it's condensed, right? Like we have a, right. a 10 game main slate, which I think makes it fun. Cause I know last week in particular, I had too many plays last week and I'd mix and match it. I had my first losing week of the season because I just had too much. I was like too scatterbrained last week. So I feel like a lot more honed in this week. I see that's the opposite for me is I feel a little scattered this week, mostly because I don't really know my, what exactly I'm doing with a chain. Like last week I thought, a -chain, Oh no, I'm just playing a I don't even care. I'm like a chain <laughs> last week. I played, I played him and Swift on every team. And I was like, okay, that's easy. And then build around Miami and Buffalo. Yeah, that was and... the opposite. I was like trying to talk myself about what was real, what was fake from the previous week. And like, right now I'm just thinking like, he's too electric to put back in the bottle. And like, what if he's just like underpriced for like the next two weeks? And like, they just don't count. Like they just don't adjust. Like where he should be maybe like, what's funny is FanDuel made David Montgomery 8,500. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah. Cause he's uh... going to be stone chalk on DraftKings. Yeah, he's 8,500. He's like more than Bijan on FanDuel. Like they've just been really aggressive with the pricing. And I feel like maybe A-Chan's just one of those guys like is just like he should just, they, maybe the sites should have been aggressive with. Yeah, I, I think that is true. Especially I, as a as a 10-point home favorite against the Giants on a short Against week. the Giants. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, this is very, it's very inside uh, baseball or whatever. But I mean, he did, he did, two of his touchdowns have came in the first quarter. 
So, you know, it's not like it's not like we are uh, living in a scenario where it's all been garbage time. Now, some of it has been garbage time, you know, but but certainly not. all. But he's getting like red zone touches like consistent the last few weeks. So like they're running plays for him in the red zone, in the scoring scoring. So it's not like it'd be one thing if he had like a 45 yard touchdown run in the first quarter. Right. Right. Like that was what he scored. But like last week he had two schemed up touches in the 10 yard line. So like. I don't know. I'm just playing. I'm not going to overthink the situation. Yeah. All right, man. Let's start it off. What is your number five game? Uh, that's it. That's my five. Is And it's only because I bet it early when it opened at nine and a half. The only reason I have it five is because it's now 11 and a half. But, dude, this Giants team, I mean, what, what can we say about this Giants? They haven't even scored a first half touchdown yet in a game this season. They've really played two good quarters of football. And if you want, like, any of that game on Monday night, like, they had no shot. Daniel Jones had no shot in that game. Like, it was funny. I was watching the Manning cast a little bit on that game because I always, like, when uh, the Giants are on, like, Monday night. and Because Eli, you know, he's still a giant, man. He's, like, sure. a giant's hunk. And watching his just reaction to that game was so incredible. Uh, dude, I mean, they're going to get flooded again. Like, absolutely flooded. Uh, on a short week in Miami where it's early in the season, it's going to be hot. Uh, like I said, this might be a game where now you look as maybe like you do like a teaser with like this as something. Maybe you take this to like three and like maybe something like, I don't know, like Titans up to like seven or something. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I just don't see like any chance. I don't see any way this Giants team can score enough points in this game. And we said that about the Jets last week. And but the Jets have a good defense, right? Like the Jets were able to Dude, play good defense Mahomes, against Mahomes. Mahomes taking the win equity instead of giving us the number one pick. Yeah. Uh, uh, like that was, I mean, I get it. And I'm I'm not, uh, I'm not ever mad at him for making that decision because at the end of the day, it's, it's better. I mean, I ever, the, everyone, how quick they forget the Nick Chubb example of him scoring and then losing that game to the Baltimore Ravens. Like it, it's, you know, 1% outcomes, but 1% outcomes happen. Uh, 100% is more certain than 99%. But uh, I mean, it almost happened to the Eagles last week. Yes. Yes, it did. AJ Brown scored too fast, man. Scored too fast. They ran the double move when they basically could have won. They would have won the game with the field goal. Um, And then the the commanders went down and scored the last play of the game, sent it to overtime and had a chance to win the game in overtime. So I get my, I mean, obviously we had both bet the chiefs. So we were hoping Mahomes was going to, cause he could have ran that in, but it is what it is. Well, and I also, I mean, I've got Mahomes and all these fantasy leagues. Yeah. But the difference between this situation and that is that the jets actually have like a, a a caliber of a defense to, to limit, like, I don't, how, how are the giants stopping the dolphins? I mean, they're not there there's no chance the only reason this wasn't on mine is just because it's a lot of points and it yeah. just leaves yourself open for fuckery but um yeah i that I, i'm 100 with you all right my number five is the indianapolis colts plus two and a half points at home against the tennessee titans uh you know i get it the 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 colts are playing a rookie quarterback and you know the titans are the titans are literally exactly who we thought they were terrible pass defense uh, really great run defense. It's going to be harder for Anthony Richardson to take advantage of that poor pass defense than it would be for him to take advantage of a, a bad run defense. We may or may not get Jonathan Taylor this week. You know, uh, that that remains very, it's, it's nine o'clock central time on a Friday morning and he's still technically on the pup list. So, you know, we don't know, is this guy holding out? Does he want to play? What's the deal there? But really I am just buying on Anthony Richardson the same way, um, 
you know, Stroud and the Texans were on my list last week as home dogs to the Steelers. Like I'm buying on the ascending team, selling on the descending team. What do you make of that? I, I this is the it took us five weeks that we have our first heads up one because this was my next one in the other direction. I'd already okay, bet there we the, go. I'd already bet the Titans when they were oh, they opened as dogs and now it's swung and the Titans are are favored. Uh, this is one I probably, like I said, you maybe you pair with something and, and, and you tease it now that it's switched because you can get maybe like Titans plus three and a half or something if you if you flip it with something. But I mean, the, the Colts have lost seven straight games at home. Uh, the Titans have won five straight in this matchup. Obviously, Anthony Richardson wasn't there. They've covered in all five of those two. But uh, yeah, I mean, Anthony Richardson right now is still at the sugar high stage, right? Like he's going to hang around. They're probably going to cover a lot of games, but like the dude completed 44% of his passes last week against the Rams. Uh, there's still a lot of highs and a lot of, of lows here. And the Titans are one of these teams. I think they've shown through the opening month, like they're going to be like a matchup based team. Like they, they look fine against like poor defenses. And then yeah. like when they face good defenses, like they just crumble. And this is a situation where the Colts, like they are the defense we've thought they were the opening month. Uh, so I do think the Titans offer a little bit of efficiency here, but I mean, I will say the Anthony Richardson does scare me like betting against him definitely scares me. I mean, so much of my process in betting these games is just finding quarterback mismatches, you know, honestly, like, and, and, uh, you know, uh, smarter betters, more, more, um, more systematic betters, guys with, with more data guys who were, you know, just grinding out a lot of micro edges. I mean, one guys who are grinding out a lot of micro edges are probably not betting sides and totals in NFL games to begin with, you know, but that would not be the way that, that a lot of other people would do things, but to me, I mean, I don't know if you can, like, it seems like a big mismatch. Cause when I watch Tannehill, I'm just like, this guy's begging to throw pick sixes, just abs. And not that the Colts can even take advantage of that, but it does feel, I mean, it does, it just feels very similar to me with the, uh, with the spot with, with Stroud and the Steelers last week. Although the, the Titans are more competent than the Pittsburgh Steelers for sure. The, the Colts are, uh, I've been, they've been on my radar every week for weekly overs. And this one still is, I think this is, if you're betting this game, which I, like I said, I had bet the Titans when they were opened as dogs, but I mean, it's sitting at 42 and a half. Like, I still think that's, I, I'm like, the Colts are just a team. Like I'm focused, the Colts and bears. I'm just weekly, weekly focused on overs when those two teams play. Yeah, there we go. All right, man. What is your number four? Uh, that was my four. Oh, that was your four. All right, my number four, let me pull it up here. My number four is the Baltimore Ravens minus four points on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers. This is uh, old school guys, you know, the the Billy Waters. They're like, uh, you're betting a road favorite in a divisional game. Like, you know, you're just you're just giving away money. But dude, the Steelers have nothing on offense. I mean, literally nothing. They can't run. They can't pass. They, you know, the, the deep shot to Calvin Austin, they just tried to run that again and it turned in to a pick. I, I mean, I guess they do actually need Deontay Johnson back, honestly, at this stage, just be someone who can get open underneath and kind of keep the offense on the field. Najee actually got a hundred scrimmage yards last week, like, the, you know, in, and it just didn't matter. It did not matter in any way. They just got boat raced by like a relatively talentless Houston Texans team. I mean, the Texans are ascending. Sure but they're, they're not there yet. The Ravens, it's not what we thought. You know, the idea of Todd Munkin turning Lamar Jackson into a 500 past him quarterback, like it's still just Lamar and Mark Andrews. But, uh, you know, Reeves, that, uh, that Lamar guy, 
Turns out he's pretty good. Turns out he actually is quite a, a solid football player. And yeah, I mean, the Cleveland Browns defense, so vaunted. Was it was a not a hundred percent straight up matchup because they were trying to deal with with an offense just absolutely could not score with Dorian Thompson Robinson at the head of it, but they got to twenty seven points or twenty four points against mm-hmm. the Browns defense. I mean, I just this this feels straight up pretty easy to me. I bet this one when it first opened. Obviously, now it's moved. Uh, you know, through all the all the key stuff, but this one is for the same reason you said, like. The thesis behind Lamar Jackson was always that all his running backs and wide receivers would get hurt again, and then he would just run around, right? Throw to Mark Andrews. Uh, That's what we got. But the Steelers, I think it's uh, not just their offense, which obviously, you know, Warren went on like this huge thing about Matt Canada this week, and that's what inspired the the Matt Canada burner account to like respond. I don't know if you saw that early in the week. Uh, that was yes, inc- that it's like the funny the the. And, I mean, has he said anything about it? Have have any of the reports? I don't know. It's real though. About it? It's definitely real. I a hundred percent. It's real. The account is registered to Matt Canada Steelers dot com, and <laughs> is the only comments he makes are defensive posts about Matt Canada. That's it. That's the only thing that's there for. Yeah, I can't believe it's like not more of a like a, a story. Like it's like people are good. maybe just like nobody cares. Everyone just is like this dude's such a loser. No one cares. Um, but also not just their offensive issues. The Steelers and Kenny Pickett's probably going to play this. How healthy is he? Do we know? Like he's going to play, but we don't even know how healthy he is leaving the game last week. Offense looks pretty broken, dude. The Steelers' defense isn't good. That's like the main thing, right? Like, too. Uh, when they don't pressure the quarterback. They're thirtieth in pass rating, allowed thirty first in yards per pass attempt. Like they they have some good passers, but like when they don't get home, like they're cooked. Patrick Peterson this year looks like he's been in the graveyard, man. Like that, I guess that that happens to all cornerbacks. Like you you eventually I mean, age out. It's he's a tough been position. in the graveyard for a while. He's like a billion years old. But dude, they are getting absolutely like dude. Nico Collins like put a clinic on against them last week. Yeah, uh, yeah, he so, did. Yeah, I mean, Zay Flowers could be cooking here. Andrew still, Bateman and Odell might play. Bateman's definitely playing. I don't know how much, you know. Oh my God, I just, I, I, I'm kind of done with the yeah. Bateman. But I mean, for, I'm saying for the sake of like, not for fantasy points, but for the sake of like just having another viable pass catcher on the field, it, it helps everything here. Sure. The, the Steelers, man, like they, they look like they are in quicksand right now. Yeah, I mean, they, they just to me, they just have like no hope. Like it's, it's, it's truly like a a hopeless style situation. So anytime they are shorter than a touchdown against a team, I think can get to 28, you know, just, I I just am going to be taking that. I think, I actually think they're kind of like the giants, you know, they are like the giants in the sense that I don't see what the plan is. I just don't see how they keep up. Um, All right. That was your number two. What is your number three? Yeah, that was my two. My three is a gross one, but I think I just got to do it, man. I got to take the Bengals. This was my uh, number three also. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the look ahead, the look ahead on this was so massively different. You know, it was, you know, seven and a half. So I just feel like we're getting value here. Burrow's not even on the injury report. I don't know what that means, but whatever. Um, it's just still like a talent gap and the, and the Cardinals still as game as they've been, like they still are relatively like who we thought they were. Like the defense is still really bad. Uh, they don't get their last in the NFL in pressure rate. They're last in the NFL in blitz rate. Um, they're not, give, they're giving up just tons of passing efficiency. So like, I still think there's opportunity here for the Bengals to still be in like a get right spot. And I'm just going to hold my nose and take it, man. Cause on the look ahead, like there's just so much line value here. 
It is, it's totally, it's totally the, the get right spot. And, you know, I think there's sort of this narrative that the Cardinals have been feisty because they beat the Cowboys. Let's be honest. The Cowboys beat themselves. They had six consecutive red zone trips and did not come away with a touchdown in the the second half of that game. I mean, they could have scored 40. They were moving the ball. No problem. Their win against the Giants, I mean, we already talked about it. Or they're not even win, right? They ended up they ended up actually losing that game. Just feels like they won because they were up 17-0 at half. And I mean, Dobbs, uh, you know, there I was talking to to Jacob Sanderson yesterday, and he's like, you know, there's this portion of the Cardinals fan base that's like, Tyler's gone. We don't oh, even boy. need Caleb. We got Dobbs. You know, we got Dobbs. We got, I mean, it's a nice story, and Dobbs is probably making himself really good backup quarterback money for like the next four years right now like he's he's doing a lot to to secure his place as a backup nfl quarterback but i mean it's not why do fan bases do this i don't know i i really i really do not i i I guess because you know the hope is that you find the next tony romo right that that the guy who's the you know been kicked around passed around the league and then ends up being your 10-year starter or whatever and not that dobbs has played terrible but he hasn't played really good. I think he's I think he's 13th in uh EPA plus CPOE composite. It's a nice which is story. Like, it's a nice yeah, it's story. A, it's a nice story. Um <laughs> but like you said, I mean if Joe Burrow, let's say Joe Burrow's been operating at something like 50% capacity, which maybe that is even generous, but if he's up to 70 or 75% this week, that's a huge difference. Um I I guess we don't know about the status of T Higgins. Not that it super matters. Also, they are going to be getting Irv Smith Jr. back this week. So, you know, no Tanner Hudson, Drew Sample. Like, it just feels like they're... And also, another thing worth considering when you're thinking about spreads is, like, this is literally about as must-win of a game as it gets in the regular season. If the Bengals lose this game, it is, it's over. They are, they are not winning the division. They are not making the playoffs like they are because their schedule gets really uh they have like three games where it's going to be they might even be dogs in in some of these games that they have coming up so this this one felt fairly straightforward to me i just it's like it's gross and you can totally see it going wrong like burrow comes out and still can't move and you're like great i i bet on i bet on this quarterback who can't move at all but like you said that it feels like it feels like the right side is the Bengals for sure All right, that was your three. We did we did your number two, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, my number two, my number two is actually a gross one, but it is uh it's it's and it's basically just a pick 'em, but I'm taking the Saints at the Patriots. I mean, the Patriots lose their best corner, Judon's banged up, Mac Jones can't do shit. I mean, I, I was actually at the gym this morning and they oh, they were doing, you know, one of these hot take segments on ESPN and it was just every mistake that Mac Jones made against the Cowboys and they were like awful mistakes, just like missing running backs on checkdowns, not seeing the corner throwing an out route like, you know, it just it, and the the Patriots always had a talent problem coming into the season and your your the, the basic take is oh, well Bill Belichick's a great coach. They actually have an offensive coordinator this season. That'll help things. Hasn't really seemed to help things having Bill O'Brien be the offensive coordinator. And, and you know, this vaunted Patriots defense, it doesn't seem so vaunted. Carr has another week to get right from this AC joint sprint. I mean, Carr looked, you want to talk about quarterbacks who played injured. Carr looked absolutely dusty. I, and maybe, how did they start him in that game, man? I don't know. I don't know. It just seemed 
and then seemed... not and then not make yeah. that and then not make a change when he clearly can't throw the ball downfield. Right. I mean, 13 targets for Alvin Kamara, like like maybe not. But the Saints are in a weird way. We're not used to thinking about the Saints this way, but the Saints are actually kind of like a ground and pound, control the ball, play good defense. But they just happen to have these two insane speedsters in in Alave and and Shahid and you know Michael Thomas. Yeah, they is did doing... this last year. Yeah, they did. They're just the Saints are just a better team than the Patriots. Like actually quite a bit better, honestly. Um, I think they have like a comparable defense, probably a better defense with Gonzalez and Judon out. Um, they are let's let's say Derek Carr and Mac Jones play each other to a draw. Like, look at the weapons that these teams are using. Slappers you know, only. Yeah. Kamara, Shahid, Thomas, Alave versus Ramondre, Zeke, Hunter Henry, Mike Gesicki, and Devontae Parker. Like, I know which side I'm siding with there. This one, again, and again, this is another, you know, a dome team playing a road spot that's like a very much must win for the Patriots, but I don't really care about that. I just think the Saints are better. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a, just a gross game. It's it's just gross. It's just gross. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. We've already we've already cut wow, we're we are just speeding through these. What is your do we have the same number one? I don't know. Listen, man, I'm just gonna bet the Chiefs. Yeah. Four points <laughs> against Kirk Cousins. Are you guys watching the same Kirk Cousins that I am? Davis and Rich, Ravens and Chiefs. It's like we're where we started. Just bet just it banging is. the and Ravens and Chiefs. So it's been it's been profitable for stretches, but do you remember? that season where the chiefs didn't cover eight games in a row they won yeah, yeah, they yeah. were winning all these games but they were not covering that was uh that was a rough stretch for me and then also we got to take but the lines break. are higher like anytime they're like giving like four or fewer points like they're they've been they're, yeah. they've been good bets like what i mean i guess honestly i guess the reason why it's four is is one it's a road game two the everyone did just see on Sunday night football, Zach Wilson, just like basically absolutely take it to the chiefs. People are sort of excited about the New York football jets right now. After, after that, that loss to imagine throwing for 6.3 yards for pass attempt and like, just having just all the hopium inflated again. I mean, 6.3 yards per attempt is, is I, that is, uh, for Zach Wilson, that is a high. I don't know. I mean, how many games has he thrown above that? Like, probably none, right? <laughs> yeah, there's a few, but it's, uh, it's you know, dude, dude had like a wide open Garrett Wilson and like airmailed him. Like, it's it, you know, had the the drop snap. Like, it's funny that the, that the bar was that low. The bar yeah. was that low. Like, that was the performance that like people were just like, well, maybe. Uh, I mean, that was that was like. Dude, if Mahomes it, it, doesn't it throw, was more, like, it was more about Mahomes, right? It was more yeah. about how bad Mahomes looked. Yeah, Mahomes literally had like a I don't know what the the run out for like like percentile outcomes for like his games in his career, but that was a low one for Mahomes. And you know, because that game seventeen nothing early, Mahomes. Uh, what do they they have the safety early on? He throws a pick the next drive, kind of like opens the door. He throws a pick right before the half. Like there's, it was, yeah, it was all. And then Mahomes also, if he just runs in that late touchdown, they cover that game. Are you ready? Are you ready for my hot take? I mean, let's hear the hot take. They are going to watch the film. They're going to sit there as, as a staff and they're going to say, the bills are coming. The dolphins are coming. The chargers are coming. 
Joe Burrow's going to get healthy. We got to face the 49ers and the Eagles maybe in the Super Bowl. We cannot be dicking around at wide receiver anymore. We we got to play Rashi Rice. The only hope of us winning a Super Bowl this season is getting something from our wide receivers. It's not going to happen for Tony. Tony's not reliable. Like that is over. The Tony thing is over. He is uh he is Deontay Hardy. You know, that is Kadarius Tony's role in this offense. Um, so I, I think Rice is going to leapfrog Sky Moore in this game. And I think that is actually going to be it's already kind help. of happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's happened. They they've hinted at it. It was uh, against the Bears. Rice m- ran more routes in the first half than Sky. But I, I think this will be the Rashi Rice uh, eight target, you know, 87 yard touchdown game. That is that is uh, that is my and that is I mean, that's part of why I think they're going to cover, too. I mean, I, I think that cutting some of these dead guys out of the wide receiver rotation is the best thing they can do. Also would not be surprised to see Justin Ross play more here as well. I mean, Rice is definitely, he's ramping up the last two weeks as his route participation has gone way up. Moore's has gone way down. He's already four games into his career proven to be a better target earner than Sky Moore. Um, it's just not going to happen for Sky Moore, at least not here. So, you know, they're going to, and, and they're going to, keep Marcus Valdez Scantling on the field because of the uh structural leverage he provides, right? Like he's super fast and could run straight and yeah. teams have to account for that. Uh so he he's like a he's like a functional asset still. I know it's like fun to dunk on MVS, but like he actually does actually serve a role in what structurally the Chiefs do offensively. Um it, you know they're paying him to run guys off, but like that's he's good at it. That's what he's good at. He opens up the stuff for Kelsey and some of the underneath stuff. But yeah, I think you know what Rice, you know what Rice I wonder. Up. I wonder if Watson ends up getting some of that MVS stuff because Watson kind of gets open. Like what? Like the the Watson deep shots? I don't know. I'm I'm like kind of I'm like kind of into them. And then I guess I mean we should talk about the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings stink ass. They are they are just not a good. They can't block. Kirk Cousins is just like fumbling all the time. Uh, I mean, Justin Jefferson is is amazing. Um, well, I'm just Addison. curious what they do because you know Brian Flores so far they so they they're one of the worst teams in terms of getting pressure with four when they don't blitz. Uh, so they're they're blitzing at the league's highest rate. Obviously, that's always been like a huge no no with Mahomes, right? Like he's only he's he's been blitzed at the lowest rate in the NFL, twelve point four percent of his dropbacks since he entered the NFL. He leads the NFL in passer rating win blitz. So it's like been like the thing is like you just never blitz Patrick Mahomes, right? Like you're just gonna get cooked. Like Brian Flores really doesn't have a choice, right? Like he can't just he can't just you can drop back and play like a bunch of coverage, right? But like the Chiefs have already calibrated for that. Like they've they've adjusted to like that that approach uh defensively. So I don't know what the Vikings do. I don't really don't know like how what they do defensively in this game. But well, they'll probably do the same thing. I mean, I, I Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe they throw. I did see some ball knowers talking about like why Mahomes kept throwing those picks. And it was the Jets throwing some crazy looks at him that he had not seen on film, you know, sitting guys back or, or yeah, but whatever. the Jets can do that because the Jets are great. They have, they have the personnel. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I mean, I guess to me, if I'm a defensive coordinator against Mahomes, I, I probably want to blitz as, as little as possible and just make the wide receivers get open, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that, that seems to be a winning strategy to me. I, I don't know how viable that is with the Vikings personnel though. Like is Rashi Rice going to be able to get, I don't, I couldn't name a Vikings corner if you paid me. Um, let's see here. 
I will Vikings. say this is a game uh, you probably Xavier bet. Rhodes is Xavier Rhodes a Vikings corner? <laughs> no, not anymore. He used to be. Okay. All right. Damn. And then Patrick Peterson was, but isn't anymore. I mean, he's he's playing like a Vikings cornerback, so. Yeah. Oh God. I. I this is a so game you probably I bet. I think. I think the best bet here from a Chiefs side, even though, like I said, we're taking it because that's the theme of the show. I think you first half Chiefs. Sure. Yeah. I like, I like that idea. So you don't, so you can't get, so you can't get back to order or whatever, which I mean, you know, that's actually kind of a, um, an undercover thing, which is that the chief's defense has actually handled themselves pretty admirably. Steve Spagnolo has been yeah, we talk about every this week, year. Man. Yeah. Good for, good for him. Um, damn quick, quick show. We, we're, we just breeze right through them this week. What, uh, what are you doing? What are you doing in DFS? What's the what's the angle? How do we how do we win this week? Yeah, I mean, I feel pretty honed in. I'm gonna play a lot of Bijan Robinson. <laughs> I'm gonna play uh, a lot of HN. I'm gonna probably play a lot of Brees Hall because why not? Right? He's just too cheap, like to not to not go in on like the potential that he could have, like the 75% snap share or 75% backfield share that they hinted at. Uh, probably play a lot of Jeff- Justin Jefferson and just kind of like walk away from the table, man. What are your what are your thoughts on uh, Giga Chalk three thousand dollar Wandale Robinson? No, I mean I think you can. I, I'm not gonna put yuck anyone's yum on a three K receiver, but like I don't think you need to. I think there's a lot of guys like Hollywood Browns on both prices like egregiously priced. He's gonna be really popular. Um, I have a gross play that I think is underpriced that we didn't talk about in that game, but I think uh, especially on DraftKings, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is way too cheap. Uh, just for like the opportunity he's getting, like the weighted opportunity in that matchup. I already said, I think that game's going to go over. Uh, the sure. Colts have just been getting smoked by wide receivers. Like I, I bet Hopkins catch prop is it's four and a half. Um, I bet the over on that uh, already too, for early player prop. If you want to tail and lose some money with me on that too, that's cool. But uh, I think he's a really good play in that price point. I think Zay Flowers is a really good play for tournaments uh, this week. The Steelers have been absolutely smoked by wide receivers. Uh, we kind of talked about that in, the, uh, in that game. So I like him as a tournament play. But, I mean, whatever. He's a 3K wide receiver. I'm not going to push back at anyone's punt. Uh, you probably get your your double-digit PPR points. Michael uh, Michael Wilson, 3,700, two touchdowns last week. I, I'm probably going to go back to a little bit of Tank Dell. I definitely am going to do the Rashi Rice thing. Yeah, you have Rice at thirty six over there. Yeah, I like uh, I like Jordan Addison in in that game um, for game stacks. Yeah, just like Mahomes, Rice, Kelsey, Addison, because Justin Jefferson is getting to the point. I mean, I I played a bunch of Justin Jefferson last week. Um, and you can you put know. Pacheco as a run back too in that stack. Yeah, going the other way, dude. What if Pacheco becomes a thing? What if Pacheco becomes Kareem Hunt? I mean, it's it's if they just stop dividing the pie up so much, you know, I mean, it's, dude, it's last possible. Week, he had his highest highest share backfield touches in a game. He's been over sixty percent in three of the four games. The thing with Pacheco that you always have to worry about, and because he scored the long touchdown last week, is the Chiefs just dick around so much. They in the just five they yards. you know inside Noah, the five. You're just like, Noah Gray, Noah Gray taking direct snaps, you know, Jody Fortson coming in. I it, Andy cannot help himself. He loves it. I mean, that is like what yeah, gets they him can't out of get away from it. Um they, they do because they, they always inside the 10 2. This is that's where like they they really like dust off like the Jerick McKinnon package stuff because they run all that jet motion and like McKinnon's always just naked. Like they run, they were like he's just always uncovered, like on those plays where they run the jet motion and he's running like a little mesh. And you're just like, shit, like no one even guarded Jerick McKinnon there on that little, that, you know, the, the arrow route out of the backfield. 
And that's the only thing with Pacheco. Cause I think Pacheco is like a, a screaming buy and like kind of like in a really good spot. It's just like, there's going to be a lot of weeks where he probably has the yardage and you're just like, they get inside the five and they do something. And you're just like, God damn it. That was supposed to be my touchdown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Kelsey has been, Kelsey has been the one who's been eating it as a result of that stuff this year, you know, round one, Kelsey drafters are not feeling that happy. I do tight end. What a, what a just cesspool. What a cesspool again. Kyle Pitts. I mean, uh, he's just not healthy. Both, and like, dude, how about both sites just begging you to play Kyle Pitts? Oh, I will. I'm falling for it. I mean, I'm falling for it. 33 hundo on DraftKings. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. I'm falling for it. What, what can I can't, I can't say no, you know, $3,300 Kyle Pitts. I, I just signed me up and, and it's even like a, a, a relatively decent pace spot for the Falcons, like a spot where you can see them getting down and having to throw 35 times. And I'd rather lose with Kyle Pitts than lose without Kyle Pitts and watch like if Kyle Pitts gets 21 points and I don't have him in any given week, like that's just going to be too brutal for me. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. It, but yeah, Boom. It's, Knocked it's, it's, it out. I, quick, quick I like show. this week more, though, than uh, last week. One, because I lost and we're resetting the table. But I do right. like the 10 game condensed. I like the condensed. Well, I got to I gotta reset myself because I, I'm up against DJ Moore in two out of my five main events. So I'm really focusing in on those other spots this week. <laughs> uh, just, at, you know, just the, the worst type of stuff. All right, man. We, we had joked about having Luke Musgrave get cleared and having him on Monday night. It, it'd be like, well, what if we need him and he can win? No, we're not going to need him. I mean, let's let's look at this matchup. Is there any way, no. like, like how live are we drawing? Um, so Dude, he, uh, he is a hundred, he had a hundred points from three Chicago bears. Well, I, we for sure have to play Cooper cup, right? So we have no choice, but we have to play Cooper cup. Um, you know, we could get, we could get 30 from Pollard. We could get 30 from Lamar. Nah, it's not happening. It's the Niners. not happening. Yeah. He's <laughs> uh, just well, the dude, touchdowns. I, I will say this about, like, yeah, hopefully Lamar's last week. I had so many, I do like a Sunday chat with subscribers and stuff. And I had so many Lamar sick questions last week. Uh, yeah. Don't, do, don't do that. Well, I think hopefully last week, but do you see like these runners, man? And like the same thing when you had Anthony's not in a tough spot, but like you got to play these guys. The same thing with Fields. That's why you wrote it out, right? With Fields. And like, yeah, you've gotten these like pure passing games the last couple of weeks. But when you have a player of just that archetype, like, what are you going to do? Are you going to stream those guys for like Brock Purdy? Like, and I no. get it. Like, it's not a dunk on Brock Purdy. Like, Brock Purdy's, like, he's been solid, but like, he can't get to 30 points. Like, no, no, he can't. I mean, six touchdowns. That would be, I guess that would be the way that he just throws all of them to McCaffrey instead of him running them all in. That That's really, that's really it. Or I guess like a crazy Debo game, like Debo scores two 80 yard pop pass, you know, but where do you say from our typical stance, like this is why you ride those guys out, man, for the low points. Like, yeah, they, they probably will have a couple low points, but it doesn't matter because they're like that good as yeah. runners. All right, man. Tell the people what they can find over at Sharp Football, and let's get out of here. Yeah, man. SharpFootballAnalysis.com. We're over there cooking, writing up every game. It was nice to have a couple bye weeks. Uh, you can go over there. You can use week five, promo code week five, and you get 50% off uh, any weekly subscription this week. Yep. All right, man. Let's get out of here. Everyone, make sure you're following Lord Reeves on Twitter. Make sure you're checking out Sharp Football, and uh, we'll be back next week. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. <laughs> 